money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. That's great because I'm excited about today's show. Today, um, I'm not actually. I'm jumping in, but I know, maybe get, maybe I should back up. Yeah, back up. My name is Dave, and I'm Reb. We're here to talk money and the hard issues around money. There we go. And this show is called Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb. So yes. that kind of makes sense. Yes. And if you haven't heard the show, then we have a ton of excellent shows and i can say that because well we're in them right yes. so all archived on more than enough.ca and chri.ca and of course so uh, we've also got it hosted on numerous podcasting platforms so if you have a favorite podcasting platform uh itunes tune in uh, all kinds of google play um just search let's talk money with dave and reb and if we're not there reach out to us at more than enough.ca and we'll see what we can do about getting on your favorite podcasting platform. Today's show, uh, we have some sponsors. Yes, and we do. We love our sponsors because they're people who have either been on the show or just care about uh, the message that uh, around money and the message around the heart issues around money. And as you know, it takes money to produce these shows. And, and so we just are thankful for the sponsors and the partners that we have. And today it's Brent Vandermeer and the team from Crosspoint Financial who are sponsoring the show. And they are financial advisors and their niche, if you will, is really, and this is what I love about them, is, is they um, work for you. They're independent, which means they're not working for a, any particular bank. They're an they're independent voice. And so they can really work for their clients and provide stability and, and good advice when it comes to investing. So that's, that's the great. team at Crosspoint and Brent Vandermeer. All right, so today's show actually follows uh, last week's show where we had um, special guests where our kids came into the uh, studio and uh, shared with you what they had learned from us growing up in our home. So we thought we would um, do a show today actually that looks a little bit at how to teach your kids about finances. And that's um, because we've made all the mistakes. Well, or we haven't done it. Well, I mean, you might've learned that last week. I don't know. I can't even remember all that they said, but maybe I should go listen to it anyway. Um, but you have, you're going to read verses today. To Actually, read we verses. listened to a show the other day and justice, our son was like, you changed it up. Dad's reading the verses. I'm like, yeah, we're doing that more often. So you're reading them today. And, and these verses are well-known verses. They're, they're from Deuteronomy 6. And, and in fact, there's a number of places in Scripture where this theme of 
teaching your children the things of life and and i love i love the way the scripture just um makes it so practical so deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse 4 says listen o israel the lord is our god the lord alone and you uh must love the lord your god with all your heart with all your soul and with all your strength and you must commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these commands that i'm giving you today Repeat them again and again to your children. Talk about them when you're at home, when you're on the road, when you're going to bed, when you're getting up. Tie them on your hands and wear them on your forehead as reminders. Write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. And uh, so there's, I love these verses because they're just so practical. I mean, you can't get away. Okay. And when you're teaching the law, the, the, the ways of the Lord, mm -hmm. then there's no bad time to ever do that. It, you know, the scripture's just simply saying, when you get up, when you're doing, when you're going about, when you're thinking through and when you're, in a sense, sometimes um, I process out loud. I mm -hmm. do that verbally, and Reb, you know that. So sometimes I'm processing and the kids are hearing me processing. Mm -hmm. oh, what did God really say in my quiet time this morning? And, and we have some great discussions that just come out of me going, hey, I'm not quite sure I understand this. So, so. That's, and that's what Deuteronomy is really saying here is, is just write them on your hearts. And so we want to encourage you to do that today in the area of finance mm -hmm. because – I do love how practical that is because it's – sometimes I think as parents we think, okay, well, we need to sit everybody down for like financial sessions or sessions on this or sessions on this and talk to our kids about this. But – it's really practical that it flows out of our relationship and our everyday life. So as you're walking, as you're sitting, as you're just with your family, you can be talking uh, about these things. And, and today's topic in particular about money and financial stewardship and financial discipleship, um, because often what we have found is that we're not always teaching out loud in a classroom setting how to the A's and B's and C's of, of money. Sometimes we do. Um, and but, sometimes you, you know, we intentionally... I'm going to sit down and learn this. Yes, right. And sometimes that is the case. And there's, but the people we run into and our own backgrounds, um, you know, my own parents, we were just talking about this before the show. What did I learn from my parents? My parents taught me giving. They were like, you're going to give and you're going to give to the church and you work. And that's really today all I remember about what my. What they parents, said intentionally yeah, to yeah, you. They right? only talked to me about, about that giving piece. And, I can't remember anything else other than, okay, we're going to open a bank account for you and you're going to put your money in there once you earn it. But, you know, the things that we've done with our kids, I don't know if we mentioned this last week, but that give, save, spend, mm -hmm. we didn't have that necessarily. I knew I was putting money in the bank account and I was also giving. Those were my two places. But, but we've also learned that, you know, what isn't taught is caught. So we have that phrase all the time with families. What you're not teaching directly is caught. So if you're not saying anything about money, your kids are watching what you're doing and they're catching your financial behavior. Right. And so, again, you know, using your example, Reb, where, uh, you know, sometimes that generation that, that's before us, 
talking about money was something very private. It was something that you, you didn't do in, in the context of the, of the family discussion. And so, of course, now we look at it and we go, well, how come you're making those money mistakes? You know, that generation goes, I don't understand how, you know, our kids are thinking about money. Well, part of that, and I hate to say that, but part of that is, is because it wasn't really taught. It wasn't really e- even caught. It was just this void of information. And so where do we get it? We get it from our friends. We get it from culture. We get it from the marketing media that's out there. Mm-hmm. And and there's no frame of reference for, well, and I hear this quite a bit, is, is I'm not really sure how my parents did it. Well, and I think if we look back historically, you always say that the credit card came around 1950s, right? Hmm. So when my parents were started out, so my mom's 93, okay? So that's like almost 100 years ago, which is a crazy thought to think that my mom's almost 100. <laughs> we're not going there. No, we're, but, but you think they didn't have access to credit. No. So their teaching was you don't have the money, you're not spending it because you don't have the money. You had nowhere to go to get the credit. There weren't restaurants out there that they were going to. She was growing her own vegetables. She was canning and freezing because there weren't salad. It wasn't all this plethora of food in the grocery Mm -hmm. store in January when you don't grow lettuce. You know, you just weren't eating salads in January. So it was a different. So And you counted the pennies and the pennies actually meant something. Right. right? And my dad counted the pennies. And, you know, I've already said it on the show before. They lived on bologna and tomato soup when my dad went to school one one year and, and also had the farm. But it's just different now because we have so much credit and our kids have this access and things are changing. There is more education. And I think we do need to be educating our kids. You know, there's um there. So I dug up some stuff that we had at the office and we actually just went um, in uh, what month March to Tennessee um, to a conference. And we also stopped in at Dave Ramsey's uh, figured if we were that close, we, we, could, we should at least go visit. Yes. So I found there is stuff out there for kids and there's stuff out there for adults. How do we, uh, you know, we've talked to Ray Borg every month. It's Compass Canada. We've got all his information. We've got information from Dave Ramsey. We've got books. We've got, you go online, you can find ways to teach yourself about money. Mm -hmm. So what do we do with our kids? Well, Dave Ramsey, actually, I just bought the book set. It's a story time book set and it talks about Junior and his adventures with money and the topics include work, giving, saving, spending, integrity. And the reason I bought it was because the book on debt, because this little boy borrows allowance money from his sister, but he has to work it off. He does her chores to pay off the debt of the money he borrowed so that he could buy a toy he wanted. It's a, it's, I, I just love that book. So anyway, our Serena has already devoured them, but there's, there's another book um, called A Parent's Guide to Raising Money Smart Kids, and it's put out by the Chartered Accountants of Canada. It was published uh, like almost 10 years ago yeah, now, that's a, but this was kicking around the office. So I picked that one up too. And it had some interesting insights um, about how to teach our kids. Mm-hmm. Now, it, you know, it was written by an accountant and you can tell, right? Yeah, right. Yes. But there were some, some of the, the challenges that we face. We're going to talk about that. There was three that they mentioned in the book and we're going to actually talk about those. Then I picked up a book, um, a little while ago to help our kids understand 
what is money? Where does money come from? And how do we follow money? And how do we follow it now that we don't actually touch money? And it's written by a Canadian and his name's Kevin Sylvester. And it's called Follow Your Money. Who gets it? Who spends it? And where does it go? I'm going to have these listed on the show notes today. Mm -hmm. Um, But I thought you know, those were just interesting ones that we have. I'm sure you guys out there have maybe picked up some interesting kids' uh, books on money because we have so much information now. So there's no excuse for not educating our well, kids. Well, and that's really the key, right? Is is, is there? There is. Um, you have to look for it, maybe a little bit, but there is some great information. And this is going back to just the scripture. I mean, we know the scripture says talks about money all the time. There's 2,350 verses that talk about money and possessions. possessions. And and so the reality is, is if you want to start the conversation with your kids in the context of even the Bible, start right like just start in the Bible, and and again, there's uh, you can start in yes. Proverbs. This is one of my favorite is is just read through Proverbs and pick out some of the the verses that, that just talk about money. And, yes, and, and the American Bible Society and mm-hmm. um, has uh, a, you can go online and get a Bible, um, and the Canadian Bible Society has it on their uh, website sometimes too. And it's the financial. I always get it financial wrong. Stewardship, stewardship Bible, Bible, and they highlight all. The, the money verses. And in possess- green, of course. In green. It's highlighted in so green. So if you wanted to get a Bible for your family and actually start tackling, well, what does the Bible say about money and possessions? Then you could, that's an also a book. Now we're mentioning these things because these are tools to educate ourselves on on money. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what we've already said this morning is what, what isn't taught is caught. Mm-hmm. So we're focusing on teaching and educating our kids and getting books like those Dave Ramsey books or or I'm sure there's others out there where you just sit down and read with your kids and use it as a time when you're sitting down when you're walking it's just a really natural way to talk about money and I know I'm a teacher at heart so it's it may be easier some of you parents are probably freaking out out there thinking I got them I can't do this. Well, it's literally as easy as as getting a book and reading it to your kids and just asking each other questions about that, Mm -hmm. about money, about what is it? Why is it important? What do we use it for? Uh, How do we use it? Do we do you see cash a lot in your house? You know, you just start talking and having these dialogues with your kids. And that's part of the teaching process. One of the things that we talk about uh, often in terms of debit cards and and using the card to pay for things is is that example of little Johnny in the store. Mom, you know, of course, they put all the good chocolate bars right there at the cash so that little Johnny can see them. And and he gets all excited with the candy that's there. Mommy, can I have this? Mommy, can I have it? And, you know, mommy responds and says, not now, Johnny, and we can't afford it. Whatever the, the phrase is, and then little Johnny comes back with well, mom, just put it on the card, right? And so even in that, when you're talking about um, them catching, they, they are observing how we pay, what the tap is. You mm-hmm. know, they, don't, they may or have not. And, and again, we're in a generation where some of the younger kids may not have actually seen dollars and cents. Like they have, they, they've never seen the cash. So if you're a family who gives an allowance, Give it to them in cash. Well, I know. I Give go it to, to them in. in, well, I, in I, I, that's what we do with Serena. I actually have to go to the bank and get a whole whack of loonies because I usually. And 
And we've never really done big allowance at our house, but to teach her about money, mm-hmm. it's really specific. And we just give her $3 a, a week. Um, she she does her chores at home and all of that, and she does it joyfully. But she she just, it's easy to put a loony in through the three jars, mm-hmm. one in save, one in spend, and one in give. And um, it just makes it easy. But I have to go to the bank specifically because you just don't have loonies like that in your house. Like it's... So I often, it's funny, I often owe her her allowance. And she reminds you. <laughs> no, yes, she, she does remind us. But anyway, so what are some of the challenges to raising our kids in this culture? So out of this book, A Parent's Guide to Raising Money Smart Kids, I picked three things that I was reading about. So one is a lack of knowledge, and we've already been talking about that. If you have a lack of knowledge as a parent um, or a guardian, Get educated. Start learning. Pick up the scriptures and find out what does God say to me about money and possessions or debt or um, uh, any of those issues. There's it's all what we said. There's so many places for resources. We can help direct you to Compass Canada um, to get some of those Bible studies as well. And if and if you're wanting to learn a little bit more about how to get out of debt, bring come to a seminar, whether the fourth Tuesday of every month right. here in Ottawa, and we, we do that. Bring your child along with you. Then they may catch on that, whoa, wait a minute, there there's there's debt here. And, and um, I'm not there yet, but I'm learning something about that. Right. And as you're learning, tell your kids. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I think the greatest opportunity I have when the Lord is teaching me something, it'll be like, I'll be really wide awake and excited and my kids come down groggy and I start telling them, you know what the Lord's been showing me today? And that's part of 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 teaching our children. What is the Lord teaching you? And you just share it as you're on your way. If you're driving to soccer, if you're driving to baseball, if you're driving to dance, just start talking over the breakfast table before they leave. And that's a, that's a little more difficult for some people that are introverts that process true, true. the the, the inside, information yes. and they they do that inside and and so again, I'm a bit of an out, outside processor, so it's a little bit easier for me because that's I like the, well, what do you think about this? Or, you know, give me your opinion on it. Like, that's how I learn and how I process. But if you're an inside processor, it may be more of an intentional, as you're processing, you have to just, okay, I'm going to have this conversation with my kids or with and my if spouse you, and in it, the presence of my kids. Well, and here's the thing. If you are so busy and you think, well, I don't have to, I'm not sitting down and talking with my kids. That's another issue you need to approach. But in our house, sometimes we're just on messenger all together. (laughs) And what if you communicate a lot with your kids via email or via, I'm not saying that that's always a good idea. Not that I'm advocating your kid being upstairs and you downstairs and you send them, you know, an email or a message, but you could talk to them. But if, if that's easier for you, then do it. Send them an email. Say, what do you think about this money idea? What do you guys think about debt? Anyway, so... Well, and these, these things come up in the normal day as well. And this is what I love about the verses we started with. You know, your, your child comes and there's an opportunity to go somewhere to do something. And, and maybe they, they have the money and they're like, Dad, I want to go to this. I have the money for it. So can I go because they don't have their license or, you know, there's a, and, and that's a perfect opportunity to say, okay, let's talk about that. Like, do you really have the money or are you taking it from your safe jar? Well, and we've seen Serena do that, of empty course. her, just so she can go to Tim Hortons. We've but, seen all of our kids yes. do that. <laughs> so, so in other words, get educated, 
teach your kids as you go and learn together. The other obstacle about raising money smart kids um, that's suggested in the book is that we have the lack of time. Mm -hmm. We're not taking the time. We're so busy and we know that we hear it over and over again. But as we've already said, go while you're going, take them grocery shopping while you're in the car, start talking about it. Mm It make the most of every opportunity, and that's actually in Scripture. We're supposed to seize the day and, and make the most of what we have in front of us. And if you are feeling, oh, man, I'm just – if you're feeling bad because you're not educating or you're not doing that, you know what? We've got to walk away from those ideas and ask God for some creative ways. Mm-hmm. If you're in the midst of a busy season in your life, as we are with Dance Weekend coming up, you know what? Let's talk while we're on the way. Mm-hmm. And I just love that as we're going and journeying. We And there's lots of opportunities because, again, we, we spend money all the time you know think about going to church and teaching about generosity on the you know the plate goes by it goes by every week the kids see that if you give electronically or online they may never see you give right so you might have want to have that discussion with them and say you know we give online or we've decided ahead of time or maybe you want to just on the way to church every once in a while stop and get some cash not because you need to or not because but because you want to actually use that as an opportunity so that your kids see oh they're stopping they're intentionally going to get some cash so that they can go and and put it in the plate as part of a a demonstration and and again i want to caution that that this isn't something that you're doing to get accolades or that other people see how you give or your kids see how much you give for for pride purposes but for educational right. purposes, right? Yeah. So, and you're and you're taking it. You mentioned that, which is the last obstacle. We lack opportunity. So, all of these are interrelated. You know, we lack the knowledge, we l- lack time, and we're lacking opportunity. But you're saying let's make the most again of every opportunity that's presented, because we know that parents are busy. We know we're working. We know that there is a certain amount of stress. But if we can reframe our thinking and say, you know what? I mean, I think the Lord knew in Deuteronomy. He, uh, you know what? You know, he it's knew so funny, then. right? When I, when I read that verse to say, you know, we, we, we feel like in our culture we're so rushed and, and all of that. And yet here we have Deuteronomy, uh, which, you know, again, no technology, all of that stuff. And God is saying, as listen, you, yeah, teach as you go, as you, you, go. Got, you got to do it because if you don't, you're busy enough that you're not going to not going to do it. Right. And and ultimately he's saying teach my ways to your kids. So if you don't know the ways of God, let's go back to his word mm-hmm. regarding finances and family and relationship and let's start digging in and teach our kids as we go so that we're imparting knowledge, we're making the most of the time we have and the opportunity. You know, I just am amazed today as we're talking about this that God knows as parents, you know, because how much how limited time is you know they were and those back then they were busy preparing food and providing for their family they had lots of kids many families did mm-hmm. and it, and it's hard to hard to do and he's just saying no just let's make most of every opportunity so if you're listening today we're just encouraging you make the most of every opportunity educate yourself and remember that you can teach what you're learning as you're learning it one of the things um, that we have talked about is that we want to get 
talking. Talk mm-hmm. to your kids. Mm-hmm. We also want to make it fun. So if you can't, if they're like, let's go out to eat and you find that you're in a habit of eating out or ordering pizza, maybe you say to the kids, you know what? Why don't we all go to the grocery store, buy some things and cook dinner together? You know, maybe that is making it a little more fun. You're not spending that extra, all that extra cash on eating out and you're changing the framework of what your kids are thinking that you can make it enjoyable to actually save money. Right. 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 So uh, there are those kinds of things you have to get creative with. And another thing we talked about is if you have a giving objective, so you want to dig a well together as a family or something like that, then sit down with the kids and say, okay, what can we save for that we want to do? And we're going to save together for that project. So you you involve your family and the children in in these things that you and your husband are talking about or have already talked about privately. You want to include them in this journey of finances. For sure. So, you know, we've got a few minutes left as we come to the end. I'm going to go back to the Deuteronomy 6 verse because there's a couple things to hang all of this discussion in terms of context. I mean, he starts by saying, listen, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and all your mind. And so in some of that, you know, some of the, the learning that you might have to do or the reorganizing is actually going, well, how do I use the resources? How do I use the money that we have to love the Lord and my God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength, right? So there's that's a great discussion. Kids, you know, mom and I are trying to figure out how we use the resources we have that it glorifies God. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? Of course, the second greatest command is love your neighbor as yourself. And it might be just as simple as that, is just, you look next door to the neighbor and see if there's a need that you as a family can actually use some of your resources for. And, um, you're, and because you're including them, it gets a you know, it involves them. You're a family and a unit. And we have found in our with our own kids, that's where the excitement happens. You know, I, re- I remember we had saved money together and we uh, got um, some kitchen items for a family because they were in need. And the kids were more excited than anything sure. to deliver those things to the family. So that, you know, those these things are part of their learning. Yeah, and, and the other part of that verse is, you know, the next part of the verse says, you must commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these commands. Again, we've talked about this numerous times in other shows. There is resistance to, there, there is, in a sense, poor education around money. And so commit yourself to the ways of the Lord and, and sharing that. And as you work that out in the context of money, Reb and I do, that that we go, let's just do this together. And, you know, the kids are going to see that. They're going to catch that. They're going to be involved. In fact, we've had it in our own experience that the kids speak wisdom. To us. In, to okay. us. And yes. so we're trying to figure it out. And they just cut right to the chase and say, Dad, stop being goofy. This is this is what you need to do, right? And I go, oh man, out of the mouth of babes, it's and, true. and it true, it happens. I remember Zach saying that to us about buying a used car. Should we just borrow money and pay, you know, for the next five years monthly payments? And he's like, well, mom, dad, I've seen you trust God in the past, and you've never done that before, and it's always worked out, and it's gone well for you. So why change it? <laughs> I'm like, okay, you're, yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> For that word. Exactly. (laughs) I guess we're getting a used car, honey. (laughs) When we can afford. Yes, that's right. So That's good. um, So, and one of the things that I want to leave you with as we pray uh, out our time 
is that you pray together about the financial obstacles and journeys that you do face and you do it with your kids because leaving it with the Lord, he's the one who's transformed. He's the one who's taken our debt. So Father, we thank you and we we want to be people who pray mm. even about our finances, not that we beg you for blessing, but recognize how good you are and that you are a provider and the source of the very air we breathe mm. and the life and you're the source of what we have. So Lord, we thank you and give you praise for this chance we can to talk about um, uh, our kids Mm -hmm. and and your ways in regards to finances. So we thank you in Jesus' name. Wow, I can't believe the time just I know, that was a fast one. Well, I want to say thank you again to the good folks at uh, Crosspoint Financial. And uh, again, just encourage you to to look on the web, um, crosspoint.org. No, crosspoint.com, I I believe the uh, website is. And and again, just um, thank Brent and the team there for their support of the, the podcast as well. If you haven't heard any of the previous shows, I'll just give you that again, morethanenough.ca and chri.ca. The players are there. You can just hit play and go. And, of course, if you have it, uh, a podcast that comes directly into your device, then um, tune in, iTunes, um, Google Play. I always have to run that off. Any of those uh, you'll find. Let's Talk Money with Dave and Rip. And join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.